Welcome to the year in review. Safe to say, if we're still in the month of February, we're not going to make it to the end of the year. Let's get after it. Nice to have you here. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. It is our last official jungle show of the year, at least as it relates to me and the crew. So let's get right back to it. We are in February. Now, we all know about Aaron Rodgers' famous darkness retreat because it's all anybody could talk about for weeks. But did you know I also did a darkness retreat this year? And I did so live on the air. Rome Darkness Retreat is a go. Let's do this. Yeah. You're watching on CBS Sports Network. What do you see? You see darkness. It's like I'm not even there. Oh, I am. But I'm in the dark. Me and my thoughts. Isolation. Just a door. A toilet in the middle of the room. They're going to bring me my food once a day. I'm allowed to leave if I want. You happy, clones? I am. This is actually kind of nice. I'm going to call my manager and let him know that this is exactly what I've decided to do. I'm sure CBS will be very happy having a black screen for three hours. It actually was great. I needed that break. Mostly, I needed it from all of you. Something tells me I'm going to need another darkness retreat after I get done going through all these clone submissions from the past year. Let's go to March. Gilbert Arenas brought some shock value to the jungle when he told us that NBA players used to have cocaine in their socks during games and if Agent Zero says it happened, then I believe it. When I came in, when I came into the league, 2001, Blazers, it was a Blazers game where um packet of cocaine is falling out of socks. You know, and, and as a young kid, I'm like, why would you have it in the game? Are you planning on doing it on the bench? <laughs> Incredible. At least he didn't try to tell us that dudes had hidden syringes in their shoes. Another NBA icon. And a Space Jam co-star of mine, Larry Johnson, jumped in after Agent Zero. And for some reason, he took issue with my constant reminders about the time Mike Gauchos cooked his rebel ass. Well, first, I noticed that you start in every question with how y'all got us up there. Oh, yeah, we got you. I got and I'm going to end every question like that, too, man. And y'all didn't get anything, man. Y'all stole a win. Y'all stole one win. Larry, Larry, Stop Larry, it. Larry, Larry, you're, you're, Larry, my man, you're a college Hall of Famer. You understand the concept of scoreboard. My man, look up at it. Us, 78, you, 70. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> can I talk about the Duke game? <laughs> it's so great. I love that. I had so much fun with that. You would think that after all these years, he would have gotten over getting his brains beaten in by my gauchos. Clearly, he is not over it. And you cannot possibly sum up March in the jungle without my dude, Eric Musselman. Because E-Muss basically owns the month of March. W-P-S Muss. How you feeling? I'm doing great, JR. Thanks so much for having me on again. When you go up on the scorer's table and you go shirtless, is the wife thinking, yeah, that's my man, or is she trying to talk you out of doing that? <laughs> A little of both. Uh, I mean, I coached in the minor leagues and, and coached in Venezuela and Dominican Republic, and I'm, so, I'm as excited as any fan would be when we win. And 
Nothing is more inevitable than my man Emus in March. Upsets, buzzer beaters, and Emus ripping his shirt off while the Hogs are on another run. Can't wait. March also brought the on-air debut of the newest member of the XR4TI, Jack Savage. It also meant that we had to say goodbye to the old man, Garrett Ritt. I loved having that dude around. I loved having the guy, and I loved that he <laughs> left on his own terms. And not on a stretcher, or in the back of an ambulance, Freaking or a hearse. Ridiculous, right? It was out with the old, in with the new, goodbye Mr. President, hello Mr. Operative. Yo, how's it going? Look at him, he's on the air! What's up, dude? I mean, honestly, how you feeling? Feeling good, you know, been a couple weeks now, here in the jungle, got my feet wet, and you know, dealing with the crazy clones every day and it's it's awesome i i'm loving it you can't have the name jack savage on your birth certificate and be some sort of punk ass when did you first become aware of the responsibility that comes along with that name jack you know probably early on you run out into the playground and you know they're picking teams and with that name you you know you can't get picked last with a name like savage so Probably early on, you know, I figured it out that, you know, it's a, it's a cool last name. Everybody doesn't believe it's real until, you know, until they believe it's real when I show them. <laughs> when I show them. Jack Savage? More like Jack Skittish. Am I right? Just kidding, bro. Do not let the nerves fool you. Underneath those shallow breaths beats the heart of a stone-cold killing machine. I probably shouldn't say any more seeing as I've already blown this dude's cover. Please don't take me out in my sleep, Savage. Jack Savage. We all know that LeBron routinely goes full LeBag and says some really baggy things. But I think this one from back in March is going to be hard even for him to top. Did anyone ever suggest surgery? Yeah, two doctors. Why did you decide against it? Because I went to LeBron James' feet, and he told me I should. Way to go, LeBron. Somehow, some way, you made going third person sound even baggier than it already is. You're officially the LeBron James of saying baggy things. And don't try to hang a banner on that, my man. Another saga that consumed the show around this time was the never-ending Lamar Jackson contract negotiation. I don't always understand. I didn't always understand his strategy of negotiating without an agent. But from the beginning, I was on board with his genius business idea, the entire gym. In fact, I was so into it that I adopted it, adapted it for the jungle. And the entire jungle was born. Are you looking to host your own syndicated sports talk TV radio show? Do you have a whole lot to say, but you do not have a studio or the equipment to do it? Well, now you do. Now you can with the entire jungle. Known as the jungle. Jungle. Order now. Get a buzzer. Ah. A deck of yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
And uh oh. Uh oh. Even a slow mo. Uh oh. Back now. Time is running out. I hope you're seeing this on CBS Sports Network. The graphic is amazing. All you haters saying that it was just a boombox on a dolly. Yeah, try telling that to the millions of units that we moved that week. Should have brought that back for the holidays. I don't know what I was thinking. Let's move on to April. April began with UConn finishing their dominant run through the NCAA tournament. So, of course, we had to have Dan Hurley in to talk about that dominant run. Homie, it's great to be on, man. Uh, you know, I have big a fan. I have the feeling of playing in the Final Four and winning. You know, you, you see where coaches get addicted to, uh, to to getting to those moments. So, if anything, this is going to make us even more maniacal in our pursuit of six. My man is maniacal, and I'm a huge fan of his. I love that guy. Dan Hurley, Emus, maniacs. Maniacs. Of course, April also brought us the Masters. It does every single year. One of the more relaxing, serene, sublime sports viewing experiences on the calendar. Except for this year, when this one giant tree attacked the patrons. It's just not got the legs for Sergio. And the pink today. Oh, good oh. gracious. Watch out. Oh, my Oh, my God. Everybody is okay. Holy smokes. Holy smokes is right. Thankfully, everybody was okay. Good oh. gracious. Watch out. Except for the tree that had fallen and could have killed multiples. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Good. Just watch out. All right. I don't claim to be perfect. Mostly perfect, but not perfect. Every once in a blue moon, you morons rub off on me and I slip up like this. And they all came to Cali to meet with Aaron Rodgers directly, to pitch him directly. And considering all the bull crap, that they were slinging at Derek Crap or Derek Carr to try to get him on the hook. I would love to know exactly what these guys had said to Aaron. You know I don't mean that, Derek. I would never intentionally call you Derek Crap because obviously we know that your gloss is emotional, Derek. It's hard knowing what at Derek Crap some guys are doing. Obviously. Like I said, just a it's E-D, not erectile dysfunction, emotional Derek. Derek. At least I was not. At least I was not the only one who slipped up. Even my guy, also a legend, Rich Ackerman, caused a flood of exes concerned about his well-being after this update. At Squirrel 2, hey, Rich Ackerman, perform. Yours, Jim Rome. The Falcons have acquired Jonu Smith from the Patriots for a seventh-round pick and also re-signed guard. Uh, we'll get that. Uh, ben Lindbergh uh, to a five-year, $105 million. Chris Lindstrom, not Ben Lindbergh. I apologize. Jonathan Jones reportedly headed back. Apology not accepted, brother. This guy had a better one. Oh. At Kurt Orban's asked, quote, you might want to check on your boy Rich Smackerman. I think he just had a stroke. <laughs> 
during that update. I, I mean this respectfully, Rich. I love you like a brother. Dude, you better take an aspirin. Avi? Resign guard. Uh, we'll get that. Uh, Make that two aspirin. Ben Lindbergh uh, to a five-year, $105 million. Hitman Canadians in. Vasectomy. Hold my mic. At Rich Ackerman, pretending to stroke out on the air to get the week off to watch March Madness. They can also re-sign guard. No! No! Get that, uh, no! Ben Lindbergh uh, to a five-year, $105 million. No! <laughs> the best part about Rich. Yikes, my man. Slide a credit card between your teeth. Was Bogish not around to do the Heimlich? I'm just playing. I appreciate both you dudes very, very much. Thank you for the hard work every single year. A pair of pros, pros. Also, a huge year for lady clones, which I love. And especially for one lady clone, Amber in Portland. She secured a golden ticket to her first ever smack off this year. Thanks to calls like this, this takedown of meth lean. I mean, all she really wanted to do was talk about Johannes anyway. So I honestly didn't even know what he looked like. So like any normal person who can afford Wi-Fi and a cell phone, unlike Kathleen, I Googled her man crush. And let me tell you, first of all, woof, (laughs) gross. He looks like Marilyn Manson's dirty uncle. Actually, what he really looks like is some dude who parked his Winnebago in her trailer park and cooked meth in it Walter White style and gives methylene a teenth any time for her services rendered. It really proves what I've said before to be true. She just is a meth-faced kook. I'm out. Wow. I forgot how savage she could be. That is an example of a well-deserved golden ticket winner. Keep it up, Amber. I want to see you hit the board and smack off 30. I know you can. That was incredible. My guy, Kevin Hart, is such a good dude that he came through the jungle not once, but twice this year. It's just that the first time we had connection issues. So he went out of his way to come back on and make it right. And of course, he showed up like a boss. I appreciate you even more forever a fan. You've been doing it at a high level for some time now, man. And it's always a pleasure. Uh, I love the fact that this platform is always available, humbled by it every single time. My man. I mean, what a nice thing to say. It flows both ways, my guy. Right back at you. Much respect, Kevin. Much respect. 420, always a big jungle holiday, but it never has anything to do with me. It has to do with clones like Salty Sarah and Nooch, who go way overboard with the festivities. Really, the main reason I'm here is I want to encourage all you non-bakers today to think about your stoner friends. Those dudes with the bloodshot eyes, with the cheap cologne that's covering up the even cheaper weed as they kind of stroll in to work. Now, I am the LeBron of Kron, but I do like to think about my other stoners that are on the come up. So do your work today and think about your stoner friends. Thanks for the Vine Jim, War 420, and War You. I am the LeBron of Kron, but I like to think about my other stoner friends who are on the come up. That call won that stoner a PPV. So don't ever try to tell the LeBron of Kron that getting stoned doesn't pay. Things didn't go so well, though, for my guy Fabian in his 4-2-0 call. Then again, things never go well for Fabes when he calls. But usually he is at least ready to hit us with a few, you know, you know, you know, you know, you knows. Whiskeys. Oh, 
Hey, Rome, you caught me off guard, bro. Hey, a merry, happy 420 to you and all the clones. Hey, it's kind of like a tradition. When it's 420, I got to call at least to say hi. So, hi and bye. I love all you guys, man. Got to get my ass back to work. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Dude, did you say I caught you off guard? You called me, my guy. Sorry to harsh that buzz by putting you on the air, which is what you wanted when you called. I thought you were used to calling here totally mm-hmm. baked. Nick fan, okay. got a lot of love in the jungle this year, mostly because of all the unhinged Nick fans' hatred for Trey Young. Even though they didn't face Trey Young in the playoffs this year, this was from the first round series against the Cavs. Check out this insanity. You don't know because you didn't get traded to New York. Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Yo, Nick's a six. You dig me? You hear me? You smell me? Who made well ass mother? I got Nick fever. I got Nick fever. Trey Young. Trey Young. I got, I got one question. I got one question. Yo, KD, don't you regret that coming? In the words of LeBron James, Cleveland, this is for you. Finals, we going to the finals. One, two, three, four, mix and Freaking unhinged. Too bad Nick fan completely outperformed Nick player in the playoffs. Nick fan deserved to run all the way to the Lario. What an effort, man. I like that energy. That energy is incredible. The end of April brought the beginning of smack off season because, well, Rick in Buffalo said so. And... It is no smack-off season, apparently, until Rick and Buffalo says it is. Quick shout-out to Vic and NoCal for unblocking me on Twitter for the 33rd time. Love seeing your pinned tweet of calling in as Patrick Mahomes. I guess if I was as big a loser as victim, I'd pretend to be other people, too. I think Vic's next move should be impersonating Cal in Vegas and playing dead. Trust me when I say you wouldn't be missed. And lastly, Jim, everyone knows it isn't smack-off season till Rick in Buffalo says it's smack-off season. So let's go ahead and make it official. It's smack-off season. Now come get some, you little bitches. Thanks for the vine, Jim. Who loves you, baby? This dude will crack back on anybody. Even the dead. Damn, Rick. When we come back, the year interview continues. We go to the month of May. Once again, if you want to take a shot, hit me up at the telephone call. You can, 1-800-636-8686. You've got a better shot, though, if you go to the X and hit me at Jim Rome. Clones, one quick question. Why is Old Trapper Beef Jerky the greatest beef jerky in all of the land? Why don't we start with the fact that it's produced by a family business, a family business which has done this a long time, a family business which has a standard, a standard of quality. They produce the world's finest beef jerky. That was the goal, goal accomplished. Do not be fooled by other brands. All beef jerky is not the same. 
Make sure you choose the right brand. Make sure you choose Old Trapper. You can actually see what you're getting, the quality, right through their iconic Clearview packages. They use only the best ingredients. From their lean strips of beef, seasoned with top-quality spices, to their real wood-fired smoke, Old Trapper delivers quality in every single bite, and it comes in four mouth-watering flavors. Grab and go with a four-ounce bag. That way you can try all four. Or if you know what you want, load it up with an 18-ounce bag. That way you've got enough for the entire team. If for some reason you do not see it, ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, it is simply the best. Trust me, I will load up on it throughout the holiday season. Old Trapper, what's your beef? You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Welcome back. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, still pumping in your holiday cards, looking really nice. All right, so we go to the month of May now, having a great time with the year in review. You know, I can't believe that Ryan in Sacktown is getting a lot of love today. Too much love. Thankfully, Anthony in Pomona checked him hard back in May. My beef is with the overuse of the word goat. Everybody's a goat now today. It, it, it's horrible. It's, what, what's going to be next? Ryan from Sucktown being the goat of horrible takes. And you know what? It shouldn't be May the 4th be with you today. May the 4th. It should be May the deodorant be with you, you stinky <laughs> bastard. Of course, that put up the bat signal, and Ryan came flying in off the top rope to defend himself. Ryan in Sacktown. Hey, what's up, JR? Uh, Anthony, you live in Panama. Enough said. My beef is with. (laughs) Enough said, dude. You didn't say anything. You couldn't even get the word out. Hey, Anthony, oh, Anthony, my man, you live in... Talk about having a stroke on the air. Never mind, Richie Ackerman. Oh, Ryan, my boy. Oh, Anthony, my boy, you live in Piranha. You know what? That was even worse than I remembered it. Brutal. But you know what they say? One man's trash is another man's treasure. And one trash caller can become jungle treasure. For example, this beauty Alvi produced up from the Knack's timeless classic, Mascherona. Alvi. The king, my Panoma. Anyway, my guy Charles Barkley got a shout-out earlier. He actually already returned the favor when he shouted me out on Inside the NBA back in May. Why are you laughing, Chuck? One of my favorite people is Jim Rome. Oh, okay. You know, he does this thing all the time where he says he plays these tapes where somebody says, I mean, no disrespect. You know oh. what's coming next? Oh, disrespect. It just makes me laugh. He said, but to me, this, this game tonight is all about. I like how somebody in the background is like, yeah, he didn't make that up. He didn't make that up. So in other words, you're disrespecting me. I think that was the Jet. I think that was the Jet trying to shoot that down. Come on, Jet. Chuck's trying to blow me up. Come on, Jet. That wasn't necessary. Yo, Chuck, I mean, no disrespect. And there is no second part 
For once, I actually mean no disrespect when I say this. You are one of my favorite human beings ever. You, Chuck. You. I love Charles Barkley. Another sure sign that it's smack-off season is when clones start to send in musical submissions that I don't ask for, nor do I want. I present to you Rob in Reno. This much, though, at least it was not the worst one we got. The smack off, believe me, I like it loud. It's the show on the air that'll rock the crowd. On the air with the CBS beat, while the extra 14 yards vibrates the concrete. June 30th, sisters and bros, who's gonna win? Nobody knows. Will it be a golden ticket holder? Or an OG who is bolder? Everyone in the jungle. out there okay a lot out there but I don't hate that I just don't like that amazingly enough though it wasn't the only Rob in Reno musical submission of this smack off season Traumatic clone disorder. Dude, are you like Joy Division? You're like a one-man record label. You're pumping out more tunes than Drake. None of them are good, but I'm sure that does take a lot of work. So thanks, dude. Thank you very much, dude. I think. I guess. Animal callers were not a new thing in the jungle, but we heard from more than just Paul's dog. We also heard from Bella's cat, unfortunately. Meow. Thank you for taking meow call again. Meow. Thank you for the yawn. I am the cat that belongs to Bella B in Meowgery. Meow. I apologize for my long absence, but it's all Bella B's fault. Meow. Bella has been keeping me in a state of neglect and disrepair. My hair has grown wild and bushy. Yeah. I am unkempt. Vic was outraged that he got run for the word uh, but I know you're not unkempt. I would say he's lucky that he didn't get banned for the use of the word unkempt. Clearly, smack takes many forms on this show, but the possible burn of the year came from a pretty unlikely source. Not a former Smackoff champ. Not even a current Smackoff participant. It came from a dude with a great X handle, but typically terrible takes. Sorry, at Lanier Messenger. Urgh, Justin in Melbourne. At least you get credit for this burn on the show archivers, Stucknut and Pool Doc. And there's two other fanboys in Texas that uh, stalked the show. What are they, uh... It's pool dork and butt nuts. Make it happen. Pool dork and butt nuts. Well done, dude. Pool dork and butt nuts. I had no idea you had that in you. 
In fact, I still can't believe you had that in you. And thanks to the Stucknut crew for everything they do and have done for the clone community for decades. Butt nuts. So the end of May brought us a new character on the Jungle Phones. Mr. Baby Boy himself, a.k.a. A-D-O-R, a.k.a. Eddie C., the Renegade Master in NYC. Of course, it did not work out so well for Baby Boy in his first call when he tried to introduce himself as the Renegade Master. Eddie, what's going on? Jimmy Rome, what's up, baby boy? I can't believe I'm on the line with you. I didn't even want to pull my celebrity card. I'm actually a hip-hop icon, a.k.a. A-D-O-R, and the Renegade Master. But I just wanted to talk to you about... Ah! Oh, man, there was so much in that, and it was all wrong. Called himself a hip-hop icon. Self-glossed. He baby-boyed me. But I knew right then I loved the guy. But rules are rules. One of the main rules of the jungle is you cannot self-gloss. If you have a nickname in the jungle, it is because the jungle has bestowed that upon you. It's an honor. Well, not always. Sometimes it's a burn. But it's got to come from the jungle. The thing on this is, after further review, we realized that it wasn't technically self-gloss because Baby Boy really is a hip-hop icon, we think. So, we let him back in the jungle in an attempt to make it right. Jimmy, what's up, Baby Boy? I was really trying to call about the New York Jets, man, you know? You know, I've been a, a Jet boy since I was a little boy. It started with Mark Gastineau dancing around Bob Greasy like he just hunted and, and killed the big trophy fish to feed the village, and Freeman McNeil. I'm a real jet, man, you know? And uh, it really was just game-recognizing game, but I'm just Eddie from New York City, brother. My man, my man. I liked Eddie brother. better when he was waxing poetic about Freeman McNeil and Mark Gastineau instead of waxing poetic about the coog hunter, Zach Wilson. But hey, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way, I guess. All right, let's break. So we're kind of almost on track. Halfway through the show, when we come back, we go into the month of June. Here is your sports update. Here's Marco Belletti. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show, the year in review. On CBS Sports Radio. Clones, not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trappers, original old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy, and peppered all come in four-ounce bags. So you can sample different flavors and find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares Old Trapper. What is your beef? Let's get into June. The year in review continues 2023. June. An incredibly exciting month in the jungle because Smack Off 29 loomed large. The hype was palpable. The vibes, amazing. At least until Dino in Vegas sent this song in and ruined my month and my vibe. No, that's not fair. It ruined my year. No, all right, that's not cool. That garbage ruined my life. I can't wait. Hardly wait, I can't wait, hardly wait, I 
smack up and the legends why dude why i'm still asking myself why hardly not only did you make me want to burn my entire collection of replacements memorabilia it made me want to burn my ears off my head that wasn't the worst musical submission of the year. That was the worst musical submission in the history of musical submissions anywhere. Why couldn't a foul ball fly in through the window and smack Dino in Vegas right in the face instead of broadcasting legend John Sterling? Now the 3-2 swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Oh, my goodness gracious. Of all oh the dramatic things I've ever gracious. seen. Of all the dramatic things I've ever seen. Speaking of dramatic things, Jeff and Richmond started a complete stir with an epic RSVP call. Acknowledge me. When Jeff from Richmond steps under the white hot spotlight which is Jim Rome smack off and walks that aisle, clones. How's that going to feel? It doesn't matter how you feel, clones. Jim, let me close by asking you and the morally bankrupt clones this rhetorical question, Jim. Who wants to walk with Jeff from Richmond? And until next time, Jim, good night now. It was epic, but it was less epic when Buttnuts falsely reported that Nick Casario was predicting that Jeff would rip the smack off 29 strap. Naturally, Nick had to come in and clear all that up, along with claiming his honorary golden ticket. First of all, say thank you for the invitation. Thank you for the golden ticket. It got back to me that, that Jeff had made the call, so then I was listening to the show. I kind of followed up a little bit later in the day, heard Jeff's call. So all you stuck nutters out there, just for the record, I haven't picked Jeff in Richmond, so um, just to kind of clear that up. And to quote another immortal, legendary smack-off caller, Jim, you know, I don't really have a lot of smack today, but, you know, again, I just appreciate the invitation, and I felt like I just had an obligation to reach out to you just given the relationship that we've had through the years. My guy, my dude. Hey, you got that stuck, Nutters? I love that clone. Love that clone. Butt Nutters, you got that? I love that clone. So happy for my dude in his enormous year with the Texans. Unfortunately, not everybody was as happy for Nick or thrilled that he ripped a lifetime golden ticket. As an example, three-time smack-off champ left in Laguna, the Laguna Beach bully. Lastly, Jim, I also loved hearing from Texans GM Nick Casario just now. Nick, I beg you to call into the smack-off, dude, because after watching you general manage your way to two 13-loss seasons and a rub-and-tug scandal, I can't wait to watch you general manage a five-minute smack-off call. Bro, how are you a general manager? I wouldn't even let you pick my fantasy football team. And also, Nick, love that lazy IU sport. I bet that comes in real handy when you're scouting. Like when Ohio State played Alabama, you had one eye on C.J. Stroud and the other eye on Will Anderson at the same time. Pick up the phone on the 30th, bitch. This is why they call him the Laguna Beach bully. Left. Bro, respectfully, you're one of my dudes. 
but you have to. You must keep Nick's wandering eye out your bleeping mouth, dude. Not cool at all. That brings us to the day before the big day, the day before the smack-off. It used to be a day where smack-off callers would burn lines that they knew would not fly in the main event. Now the day has taken on a life of its own, and it was not my idea. I never sanctioned it. I never condoned it. I have no explanation for it. I only have two words. Two words. Yes, dong day. Dong day. Jimmy, my man, and Albie, it's good to see you're celebrating dong day by gifting the office a top-shelf bottle. Of Jurgens. It's kind of hard to focus on dongs when it's all that tragedy that went on last week with those people in the submersible. They say where the sub imploded, it's 6,000 pounds of pressure per square inch, which is approximately the same amount of pressure Jeff and Richmond's wife feels every time Jeff has sex with her missionary style. Let me do some quick math. That's 12,000 pounds of pressure for her total when Jeff's little nub is fully aroused. Um, anyways, I don't want to take time from you guys. I'm not going to reference nothing. About a dong, which I already did. Hey, well, it's dong day, and I'm actually shocked that Brad and Corona didn't talk about Toronto Raptors taking Grady Dick in the first round. On the court, he'll be a shower, not a grower. But if you feed this guy's balls in the post, he's going to go hard in the taint. In our house, we celebrate dong day much like Festivus. We erect a strong, hard steel pole in our living room. Well, I know the clones wanted me to chime in on, on that stupid dong day, but I'm not. Because it's the jungle, and I'm a throbbing member. Hey, Brad and Corona, I might not have my YouTube channel launched yet, but when I do, it's going to have a chance to do something your junk doesn't. Grow big! Hey, Jimmy, how's it hanging? This isn't Sean in Wichita. It's the dong, Father. Now whack me. Be real, Abigail. Is that you? Uh, Yes, it is me. Good morning, Jim. Well, I just wanted to wish you a happy dong day. E. Prickin Orlando, who is an absolute bore on the radio. So here we go. You don't like that car. I don't like that car. I'm pretty sure. Thank <laughs> Thankfully, we have a smack off recap to wash away the stench of whatever the hell that all was. Thankfully, Smack Off 29 was incredible. It was incredible right from the jump. None of this sucky first-hour nonsense. In fact, the first call of the show nearly went wire to wire and ripped the strap. Mark in Hollywood was this close to pulling it off. Sorry, Jim. Uh, this is kind of embarrassing. Let me, let me uh, re-rack this thing. Just give me like two seconds here. and uh... well, Hold up, Mark. Forget Siri. You got Broadway Vic to get your back. Vic and NoCal? Is that really you? <laughs> Shouldn't you be getting ready for your own call? Well, there's no way an illiterate jackwagon like me can beat you, so if you can't beat him, join him. Oh, come on, bro. Don't be so hard on yourself. You got a shot at this thing. Well, I guess if I, I had your looks, your talent, uh, your game, uh, and just your overall confidence, maybe I could make something of my miserable life. <laughs> True. God, I hate this guy. Wait, Brad and Corona? How you doing, bud? Are you also throwing in the towel early and giving me the chip? I just want to speed up the process of your life, Mark, okay? You're taking too long the way this thing's going. Dude, you've won this thing six times. Why not just make a call? Because unlike me, when I'm selling my ass on the streets of Corona, you've got this thing wrapped up.
<laughs> Two calls made the decision very tough in the end, and it should come as no surprise that one of those calls came from the GOAT, the six-time smack-off champ, the B.I.C., Brad in Corona. Take a listen, and maybe you can guess why this was not the winning call. Oh my God. Okay, stop number four, Jim. Portland. Portland. You heard her earlier. She only shaves to the knees. Fine. I'm going to need my beard trimmer, some deodorant, and uh, are shrooms legal up there? Okay. Give me a ton of those. Home stretch here, Jim. Looks like I finished the Brad and Corona bone stock in Omaha. Oof. Uh... Get the link from Left on Laguna. War Lady Clones. So maybe, maybe we could have overlooked one horrible phone glitch. Maybe. Two, though, was too many, which opened the door for a surprise winner, a first time winner, a first time winner in a cow suit hanging out at the defending champ's home bar, the Lorelei in Green Bay. Of course, I'm talking about the champ. Mark in Boston. Jimmy, I gotta close out my tab before the crowd turns on me. Around these parts, gratuity is called cow tipping. Caleb, I know you love doing songs in your call, Burger King of Smack, so let me play your current favorite. Sing it with me. Whopper, 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 whopper. Everyone here is a whopper. Like Caleb in Green Bay. You're overweight. I'll see you tomorrow, Jimmy. Bye. He did it. He won. And that takes us to the end of our number two, the year in review, 2023. Having a great time. I want to take one moment and say big ups, big shout out to the XR4TI. Great job, y'all. This is fun. This is a blast. They have been working, editing, grinding, editing some more, (laughs) editing during the show. (laughs) We're trying to get it all in. So when we come back, we'll hit July, August, September to start our number three. Merry Christmas, clones. Happy holidays. Hope you're having a good day. And I hope you have a great holiday season. Appreciate you all so much. One more hour. Do not go anywhere. The Year in Review 2023 here in the jungle continues when we return. We'll be right back. 